Welcome to Makeup School, an accessible and educational series hosted by me, Shanti, and global makeup artist, Ross Andrew Arthur. That's me, Shanti Babes. This Makeup School is designed to set the foundation of your makeup knowledge from brows to bronzers. We're here to help brush up your beauty skills. This week on Makeup School. Your foundation can work the magic and if you're comfortable in your own skin, then let that foundation do. But I do think having a concealer can just add another dimension to your makeup. Look, I think the greatest thing here is if you're not doing the TikTok trend or the the YouTube trend, you're actually saving the product, right? You don't actually need that much. So you're not going to be buying as much and as frequently. And the whole less is more. If you can get the same result with less product, you're saving money. And to me, that's huge. At every point of doing someone's makeup, it needs to look beautiful. They could get a phone call, something could happen, and they would need to leave. No matter what you're doing, everything needs to look beautiful and everything needs to look balanced. Hi guys, Ross and I are back for episode three and we are chatting all about concealers. I love a concealer, but I have to be honest, I'm a complete floozy when it comes to concealer. I am not loyal. I see something. I'm like, I want to try. I want to try. Like I just, I've got lots of different makeup bags. I'm always finding different concealers. Are you the same? I am actually the same. I've got, yeah, I've got my blemish concealers. I've got my brightening concealers. There's different shades of like what I'm working with. Yeah. Just, I feel like I'm just such a concealer hussy. Like I just like, oh (laughs) yeah, there you go. Yeah. I'm going to try that one. Oh, my skin's different. I've got redness and, or I just bloody hate it when something creases underneath my eye and I'm like, you're dead to me. Oh my gosh. Can't stand that. Can't stand that. Now, Ross, before we get started, I'm going to ask you, do we even need a concealer if we're applying foundation? Great question. Yes, we need a concealer. Like, I, you know me, less is more. And I don't believe in buying a load of load of products. Um, I want, you want, we all want our foundation to do everything. Like, the foundation can be expensive. Let your foundation do all the work. And whatever your foundation can't do, that's when you bring in your best friend, which is your concealer. And you said it. Concealers are there for lightening, brightening, to cover dark spots, problematic skin, sunspots, age spots, like you name it. Concealers can really work the magic. I haven't even spoke about color correcting. So do you need it? Like, no, your foundation can work the magic. And if you're comfortable in your own skin, then let that foundation do. But I do think having a concealer can just add another dimension to your makeup. A hundred percent. I actually love concealers because I see a difference when I don't use a concealer. I look a lot, <laughs> a lot more tired, a lot more worn out. And when I add a concealer in, it's like magic and I'm awake again. So I'm I'm definitely on the bandwagon for a concealer. I couldn't agree more. I used to work for a brand that, you know, our slogan was eight hours of sleep and a click of a pen. And literally, as soon as you just get that concealer, whack it underneath your eyes, you are awake and ready for the day. I love that. With a click of a pen. Love it. Now, we've spoken about what it can do just briefly, but I want to deep dive a little bit and understand what am I what am I using when I'm brightening? What am I using when I'm covering pigmentation and age spots? And then what am I using when I'm just looking to brighten that area? Okay, let's do brightening first because it's easy, I find. When I go to use, to brighten the skin, I'm always going to use a color two, sh- two shades lighter than my skin tone. That 
That's just like a rule I have. We don't want to see any ashiness. We just want to see a natural elevation and a lift to your skin. When I'm adding brightness to the skin, my rule and my method is I will I'll do all the foundation and then I go in and add on the light. So I'm not one for like doing light stripes all over the face first and then putting on my foundation. I said, put on your foundation, look in the mirror and then see where you want to add light. And usually I go on the cheekbone right up into the temple. So I get that like natural facelift. So I want to lift, lift the face. Key thing to remember when you're using certain types of foundation, like Studio Fix Fluid, Estee Lauder Double Wear, and Makeup Forever High Definition, that these formulations are self-setting. So any concealer that you put on top, the innovation in those foundations want to set the concealer you're putting on. So I always recommend when you're putting on a con- when you're putting on a concealer on top of a long wear foundation, just go in lightly with a soft, fluffy brush and don't do all the stripes over your face because it's really hard to buff that out because that all the formulations want to set onto the skin. So that would probably be my only one. Use it, put it on the back of the hand and then massage the brush and then just gently add in and blend where you want to add that light onto your, onto your face. And that usually would be in this area here. And for anybody listening, it's almost like a face mask. That I'm doing a silhouette, silhouette to Shanti now. I'm like <laughs> here, so a little bit on the forehead, down, down the center of the nose and on your cheek, and on your, on your cheekbones, go halfway down and then lift up to the temple and gently buff that in. Does that make sense? That makes so much sense. And I, I love that you said less is more because I you see all these videos on YouTube and TikTok and people are literally packing on the concealer and it's like tiger stripes all over their face. And I think to myself, is that really necessary? And so I'm glad that you've said less is more and that to warm up the conceal on the back of your hand before applying it straight to the skin, because I think that makes such a difference. Totally. And listen, there's no rules with makeup. I just, I know how I like to apply foundation and it's definitely not as generous as some people love to love to apply it. Um, but I'm always like, you can go in and add more, but once you put too much on, it's really hard to take it off. So that's when you start getting stripes on the face. So we don't want that. So going back to, so then going on to blemishes. Blemishes are kind of a similar process to adding brightness. I put on my foundation first, let the foundation do do all the work. And then wherever your foundation can't cover, we're going to go in and dot uh, dot in the concealer. When I'm choosing a concealer for blemishes, I'm always predominantly choosing a warm, warm toned concealer. And this is going to counteract the redness of of the blemish. And one trick that I like to use when I'm um, working working with clients is, do you know when you get like a really good juicy spot? Like you either get a really good juicy spot or you've had a cold and you've got the sniffles and you've got all this dry skin around your nose or you've just had a really shit night's sleep and your skin's not feeling amazing. I find using an eye cream or an eye serum once you put on your primer, using an eye serum or an eye cream around your nose, around that spot, because that spot can get really crispy, flaky, yeah. flaky. And 
because the because uh, eye creams and eye serums are designed to go into smaller pores, when you go and uh, massage it around there, it gets rid of all the flakiness. Oh my god, I love that tip. That's great. It gets rid of all the flakiness, so then you don't need to put on more foundation. And the the trouble is, like you know, you've said it yourself, and and I've had it when you've got had problematic skin and you're putting foundation on, more doesn't necessarily cover more just makes it worse like you're just like you're layering it on and then you're drawing more attention so i just think like less is more put on your foundation get the coverage do the prep first and then you can use um a concealer to spot it afterward and something warm based when i'm thinking about blemishes as well you want to use a hydrating concealer so i think the one that i've I've actually liked using is uh, Clinique to even better concealer, which has got uh, your vitamin C in there. And it's got lots of skin loving ingredients in there. And another one that's good, help me out, is It Cosmetics do like a bye-bye treatment. That is amazing. And it does have a treatment in there as well for blemishes. However, it's very opaque. So a tiny bit goes a very long way. That's blemish. That's blemishes. And then pigmentation. Pigmentation, dark under eyes for me is all the same. When you've got pigmentation, you've got dark under eyes, age spots, sunspots. You're looking for something to lift in that area. And I feel like that work has to be done before you put on the foundation. So, you know, it was an old drag queen trick that I got taught, which was, you know, you want to put orange or red on your on your beards first to cover up that blueness so then when you put your foundation on top you can't see your your beard your shadow come through and the kind of same principle goes with when you're trying to cover up pigmentation pigmentation to me is more blue cooler purpley tones could be under the eye which are hereditary or sunspots that we get or pigmentation so you really want to use if you've got fair to medium skin use kind of like a peach corrector Bobby Brown do a great peach corrector. And then if you've got deeper skin tone, something more peachy orangey is a great way to kind of lift that up. And you just need to lightly, lightly press it. I always use my finger, lightly press it on around the area. I'm doing, can you see I'm doing it up here? Yeah, I've got, dabbing it. Yeah. I've got, I've got sun damage up here. So I'm, quite, <laughs> I'm naturally going to where I would have it. So I'm literally just like, and it would be up here, Shanti, babe, right up here <laughs> where I've damaged my skin. Um, but yeah, color correcting up here first, set that with a light translucent powder and then go over the top of your foundation is a great way to counteract the blueness when it comes to um when it comes to pigment pigmentation. Uh, yeah, and then applying your foundation on top. Okay, so color correcting in place of a concealer or with a concealer? Color correcting with a concealer. Like it's annoying, I know. But it does it does make a difference. So I would go in lightly, color correct around that area, let it set, put your finer foundation on top, and then go with the concealer to brighten that area. That's what I would do. Love it, love it. I think I'm definitely blemishes and pigmentation. So those those tips and tricks were really handy. I actually love the whole idea of an eye cream. That makes a lot of sense. Do you know what though? It's like some concealers are just bloody magic. Like yeah. like something like Mac Pro Longwear. Like I love that concealer, you know, it really does cover everything. I find it annoying sometimes because it gives you too much product and you're just like, I actually don't need this product and now it's a waste. But like if you have got dark under eyes or you've got pigmentation and you don't want don't want to see it like that is a really good base to cover a lot if you want to. 
Now, something that I and you find as a pet peeve is how to avoid creasing because creasing can just ruin everything. So when I've applied my concealer and I've done the whole less is more, but you know, come an hour later, I can see that there's a crease under my eye. How do I get rid of it? My God, it's so annoying, isn't it? You know, when you invest in something and then you look and then you're just like, oh my God, like, and I hate a product that I cannot trust or, you know, just like, I just don't want to be anywhere to think that someone's looking at my face and my face is eroding while you're talking to me. It's like, (laughs) no. It's like, but it's true though, isn't it? You're just it's like, you so just don't true. want, it's like when you've got something in your teeth and someone just doesn't tell you. It's the same with your makeup. You're just like, mm. um, I think formulations have improved over the years. Like I just mentioned, Mac Pro Longwear, that's a great one. That's not going to budge. You've got Makeup Forever, HD Concealer, another one not going to budge, Esther Lauder. I do love these for like their longevity which which is great. Another way is less is more, only use it in certain areas and use a translucent powder. Yes. Okay. Translucent powder to set. I think a translucent powder to set and I always use a light brush. And it depends on the formulation that you're using as well. If you're using a lot of creams around the eyes, the creams can, cream concealers, they can, can tend to lift after a while when your skin starts to heat up. But there's a lot of liquid concealers out there that just naturally self-set into, into the skin. But yeah, if you're worried, then I'll just use a light translucent powder under underneath the eye. Now, speaking of translucent powders, another trend that you see a lot on social media is this baking trend where people literally pack on the powder underneath their eyes, let it kind of sit there for a little while and then kind of lightly dust it off. And they call it baking. But talk to me about baking because you're a professional makeup artist. Is this a thing and do I need to do it? This is so controversial, isn't it? It was just like... um, (laughs) No, I hate baking. I hate it. Like, I don't want any excuse to put any more dry powder underneath my eye. Yes, formulations are different. Yes, they've got hydrating elements to powders now. However, i just not into, like, whacking a whole lot of powder underneath the eye. No one's got time for this, I don't find. like, And I've not got 17-year-old skin anymore, so it's just like I don't want to dry out that area. I think a light dusting of a translucent powder is sufficient enough for you to get what you need out of out of your makeup it works makeup's about self-expressing do what do what you want to do but for me personally if i was doing your makeup i wouldn't be putting loads of powder underneath i wouldn't be baking on if i did your makeup yeah i'm glad i feel like i feel like all these social media trends they look so extreme there's so much product being used and it just really goes goes so far from your ethos. Like it's so fun. Like I look, I literally, I just remember working for Illamasqua, and I've seen it actually on TikTok now. It's like where you you dot all the makeup. Like we were doing that ten years as as, as a part of um, looking how different colors can work on different skin tones. And it was just like if you just had like I think it was like four foundations, you can completely make someone's skin tone up, which was amazing. And we were doing these dots, and I'm seeing it come back now, and it does and it does work and i think from a training training element i think it's fun it's just not for just not would you, would you do that look i think the greatest thing here is if you're not doing the tiktok trend or the, the youtube trend you're actually saving the product right you don't actually need that much so you're not going to be buying as much and as frequently and the whole less is more if you can get the same result 
with less product, you're saving money. And to me, that's huge. Yeah. And it's funny. I was thinking there when I first started working for Mac, I remember being taught by Terry Barber and who's their creative director. And he was, he was saying that at every point of doing someone's makeup, it needs to look beautiful. They could get a phone call, something could happen and they would need to leave. So like this is embedded in me, no matter what you're doing, everything needs to look beautiful and everything needs to look balanced. And if you're putting makeup on or blusher on everything needs to be symmetrical at the same time like don't do one side of the face or do one whole eye makeup make everything equal through the whole way and then that way you've got a really beautiful makeup so it's really alien to me to like whack all of this on and do do something different because I'm like oh it's not it's not where I want it to be (laughs) (laughs) now we've kind of spoken briefly about the whole under eye era being like you don't want to be drying it out right but for mature age skin, like generally mature age skin is drier. How do I go about concealers for that area? Because you've got a bit more fine lines and wrinkles. Like how do I, how do I conceal when I've got mature skin? There's a few ways actually that I would, uh, for mature skin. You want something that is going to be hydrating, that is going to be self, self-setting. Less is more, but I kind of take it back. As we age, that area of the skin becomes more transparent. So and can have be more prone to be have a cooler, cooler tone. So for me, I would be going in with a really light, peachy something um, corrector, just gently pressed around that area, just to lift up that blue element around the eye, and then gently go go on with your concealer on top. Also, another way that I, I love to do, and I kind of think, I think Makeup Forever do, does a pencil. They do this like, it's not a concealer, it's an eyeliner pencil, which is like a skin nudie nudie color and you can go in and you can just massage that either in the waterline in the lash line and it can because sometimes as you age it could be slightly more red in that area so massaging that pencil around that just takes away the redness and really gives that that really fresh awakening awakening eye which is really pretty but key thing to remember less is more so you did say ross that with brightening you want to go two shades lighter than your foundation What kind of shade range? What are we talking about with pigmentation and concealing blemishes? I think this is so broad because everybody's situation is different and some people got darker under eyes or pigmentation compared to other people, but predominantly you want to choose something similar to your skin tone, but more to have more of a peachy undertone to lift the blue element if possible. Okay. And then with blemishes? With blemishes, I would say stick to something similar to your skin tone, but has a warm undertone so it can counter counteract those juicy, juicy blemishes that you've got on there. And remember, when you're going on with blemishes, you're literally just tiny, just going on with a little tight, fine brush and just kind of going in and pressing over, over those blemishes. Love it. It's like dot to dot. Dot to <laughs> dot. Like- Dart to dart those blemishes. We've we've all been there. But I think, remember, with blemishes, you don't want to put a lot on there because it brings more attention. So it's all about counteracting the redness. Amazing. Now, you've kind of given us a huge plethora of information to absorb. We're going to head in to the pop quiz, your favourite part. I'm like, oh, my God, what is it? What is it? What is it? I love that every week you get so nervous and it's... You're the one that's I was just like, oh, no. I'm okay. I don't know what's coming up. I don't know what questions are coming my way. So I'm like, oh, sugar.
All right, quick fire questions and you need to give me some quick fire answers. In which order do I apply concealer, after or before my foundation? That's a really good question, but I think I should throw that question back to you. What have you learned from makeup school, Shanti? Uh, On today's episode, what have you learned? (laughs) Can you remember? Oh, gosh, I can, I think. Okay, let me give this a stab. Okay, so according to Ross, let your foundation do all the work. So you want to do that first. Win! Then you... Then you go in and you use your concealer wherever it's needed and only where it's needed. So if you want to brighten, you brighten. And if you want to conceal blemishes or pigmentation, you go in and do those things. However, if you're color correcting, you want to go color corrector, foundation, then concealer. Amazing. Spot on. Am I right? Yeah, totally. It's so good. Like, I just think that is the easiest way to, like, people might disagree, but I think that is the easiest way to master a concealer. Amazing. I just got a gold star. Thanks so much. Just got a gold star. And I think just to point out, like let the foundation do all the work because you get a lot of foundation, but actually concealer, you don't get a lot of product. So you just want the concealer to be working its magic where it can without using a load of product. Now you have to actually answer a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. next hit one me, hit is... Me, which color corrector is right for blemishes versus pigmentation? Okay, p- for blemishes, predominantly you're going to be looking for something the same skin tone as you, but something with more of a warmer um, undertone. This is how you can counter out the blemish. And if you're trying to cover up pigmentation, dark under eyes, sunspots, then choose a concealer similar to your skin tone, but more of a peachy undertone. Love it. Russ, how do I avoid the dreaded, dreadful creasing? Chuck the concealer in the bin. (laughs) (laughs) No, formulations out there have changed and they're amazing and you've got such great products that will not let you down. However, if you love a concealer and it has a tendency to lift, then what I would be using is a translucent powder to set that foundation. To set that foundation? To set set the (laughs) concealer. To set that foundation, it was like concealer, yeah. All right, last question. Which formulations are best for mature skin? What I would use for mature skin would be a lightweight hydrating concealer, something really easy to use. My go-to would be the Clinique concealer, which has actually got a bit more coverage to it, but it's got those skin-loving ingredients in there to make sure that around the eye area is nice and juicy and it's not going to feather. Also, another good one, which I used for years, which is Touche Eclat, Uh, with a touch of light. And that is a great one for lifting up any of those shadows. So around the eye, the smile lines in here, you know, as we get older, they seem to like come in a little bit. So you want to add light in any of those areas. And it's a really good product and it self sets and you're not going to be worried about any feathering. Love it. All right. Now we're moving on to best in class. So, Ross, I want you to share your top three products for concealing, and I'll do the same. Okay, this is really hard for me to share my top three products. So I told you before that I love a concealer. Like, I think I was using the Dior one the other day. But if I had to have three concealers on a desert island, my budget one would be Maybelline's Instant Asia Wine Concealer. It's a goodie. I love it. It, You can use it under the eye in your smile lines you could use it as a foundation it's just a really it's a good all-rounder 
I've spoken about it in the show. Um, Clinique's Even Better Concealer is a great one. Amazing shade range. I love the fact that it's got the little like beauty blender at the end. If you just want to press it, press it in. And it's got the skin loving ingredients. And my last one would have to be, and this is great for any listeners out there that's got oily skin that wants a concealer to stay on and not budge, is a MAC Pro Longwear. It's a really amazing concealer. You could use it as a foundation. You could use it under the eye. Like you could definitely trust it's going to work. It's annoying. It gives you too much product because I don't like a lot of product, but it's a really good concealer. Any of those take you fancy? Look, I think I'm going to have to try the MAC Pro Longwear because I haven't tried that yet. Oh, you haven't tried it? I have not, but oh. I have to. I have to. Wait, 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 wait. Can you promise by the next episode you're going to try it? Okay, I promise. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> yes, great. <laughs> Okay, so I'm on a deserted island and I would choose my budget being L'Oreal Paris Infallible More Than Concealer. That is an amazing, very affordable concealer that I love. And all the concealers that I love have a really great shade range because obviously I've got darker skin, so it's a bit harder to find ones for darker skin. But L'Oreal Paris has a really great shade range. I think there's like 18 shades available. I would say it's quite um, like heavy duty, like high coverage so it's nice and thick. Proper job, proper job. Proper job. Wake me up. Yes. Um, then I love, I definitely love the Estee Lauder Double Wear Stay in Place. That is amazing. And I think that comes in 23 shades. Um, and then yeah, my great. last one, which I love, and it's a little bit more hydrating, is the Giorgio Armani Power Fabric Concealer. And that comes in 20 shades. And all those three concealers are my favorite. I do use the L'Oreal Paris every day, and I probably use the Giorgio or the Estee Lauder when I'm going out. Yeah, no, the Power Fabric's a nice one. Also, one I would love to add is the Bobbi Brown Do Color Correcting Kits. And I just think that, you know, if you're stuck and you've got pigmentation, sunspots, whatever, they're really good. And you get a cute little duo, or you get them singles, and they're just really good products in warm tones and cool tones so like yeah a great a great all-rounder love that now if you're interested in any of the products that we mentioned in today's lesson make sure to check out the show notes of today's episode and if you want some extra homework be sure to check out the makeup school tab at adorebeauty.com.au to find some extra reading next episode is part two of our discussion about face makeup we'll be talking all things bronzer blush and setting your makeup we'll see you then